Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Yo, 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 Keith Ferrante here. Hope you guys are doing good. Man, hey, we just had an amazing time last week on our on our conversation about Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, and what was redemptive about it, what was redemptive about his age, what was uh, redemptive about, you know, just so many things about his life that, um, you know, his, his journey, his story, how to recognize something that is old covenant or something that you can continue you can you can see in 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 a prophet's life that you can bring into now that you know now that we're in the new covenant like the importance of understanding those things so we had a great time and i want to i want to just do like a round two of our conversation from last week i just felt like it was such an important uh a prophet that uh you know conversation that i didn't want to just try to fit it all into one podcast so we're going to do like round two of, of 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 talking about jeremiah now i i love the story on, you know, Jer- Jeremiah, you know, I love Jeremiah. It gives hope to so many people, like just a young prophet, 17. He's wrestling with fear. Don't be afraid. God has to tell him. That's, that's what every prophet needs, needs to hear that. Look, look in verses eight. Why, why shouldn't he be afraid? I mean, I am with you. The Lord says, I am with you guys. You need to know this as a prophet. I mean, you got to know this to your core. Don't be afraid for I am with you and I will rescue you. Like, oh, wow. The, the rescue part, that's a little bit, like, oh, okay, Lord, what? I'm gonna need to be rescued. Okay, that, that doesn't bring like ease in your heart, but let's 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 more focus on the I am with you. Like you need to really know that, guys, as a prophet. You really need to know and settle that in your heart that God's with you. Not in an arrogant way. Like there's, you know, people that are a little bit of false prophet, they're like, God's with me. I'm the only one. You need to listen to me. And they're trying to build people towards them. They're trying to build people out, you know, away from a church. How do you know someone's unhealthy? Potentially a false prophet. It's like, hey, they're, they're, they're like trying to take people away from a church. Hey, that church is bad. We're good. Like, you know, I've seen too many church splits in my time. And you can always tell the fruit of unhealthy people. They're going to build away from the church. I have fought. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that I that I want to see shifted in the church. And, and that's why I just wrote a new book, by the way. Just a segue. I, I have just put out a new book called Reforming Church. And I've been on a journey with my wife, um, you know, to, 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 to make sure this book was ready. And there was some questions on whether it was ready. Just because... We wanted to really make sure my heart was right and, and the content was ready. And because when we when we're giving up, when we're when we're, we're you know we're sending a book out about reforming church, we wanted to really just carry the love of God and just be so filled with hope. And so I, I think we we got it to where we feel good about it. So we're just releasing it actually right now. So you can go get that book, Reforming Church. You can find it on Amazon and and just let it be a blessing. You can get a Kindle version or uh, a, you know, an online reading version, you know, so you can put it on your phone or, or something or your iPad, or you can just get it in a physical copy. I love getting books in physical copy form, but go get that book. But guys, if, if we're called as a prophet to address the church, we need to know the Lord is with us, but in a humble way, 
It's like, yeah, he's with me, but he's with you too. And it's, it's like, yeah, I have something special and unique for the body, but so do you. And that was my journey of learning. You know what? I am a, I'm a, I'm a unique prophet. I'm a powerful prophet, but I'm just one little teeny slice of the massive piece, uh, uh, you know, of, of the massive pie of God's prophetic company and God's prophets. It's like we need so many different styles. And for so often, we kind of look at our style as like the ultimate style. And I, and I have to admit that that's, that's how I used to be. Like, you know, my style, everyone needs to be like me. Everyone needs to have the fire like me. Everyone needs to kind of be like this and that like me. And now I realize I'm so thankful there's so many different styles and there's so many people not like me. Like, the, I think, I don't know if that's just a, you know, being young thing and kind of thinking that we're the best but I, I don't, or, or if it's an insecurity thing, it's like, you know, we, we've got to be the best because we're insecure. We don't realize that you can be the, you can be the best and a lot of other people can be the best too. And it's so good. Uh, so, but you got to know God is with you. That's so important. He's with you. He will rescue, you know, a, a prophecy, uh, I mean, a word that God gave me really strong. That's been such an endearing word for me over the years was, was the, the promise given to Abraham. I am your shield, your very great reward. That's a little similar to this. I'm with you and will rescue you. But it's like, I'm your protection, Abraham, but I'm gonna reward you. And see, guys, we need to have these promises etched in our spirit as a prophet. You know, like that word, I am with you and will rescue, that will actually become a word that you release to people to encourage them. Listen, God's with you. He will rescue you. Like that was his, his that was his plea to Israel. God, God loves you. Why are you falling away from him? He will rescue you if you turn. If not, there's its consequences. But it's it's like 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 the heartbeat of those kind of things that God speaks into us actually begins to become a part of our message. So for me, I am your shield, your very great reward. Like those are big things in my life. Protection and provision and I speak about them a lot I speak about God wanting to reward us he wants like like I that's part of my mandate to like deal with the poverty spirit in the church and the and the and the level of the low level that we have of finances and and embracing the the need to have wealth so we can have impact wealth is for the sake of impact but it's for the sake of blessing too i will reward you i want to bless you do you see guys like that what god speaks to us becomes a part of our message and, and we need to we need to embrace it like so the lord is saying to jeremiah i'm with you and, and i just i just want you to feel that right now as a prophet sometimes we feel like we're so alone yeah i'm doing my work for god and yes we're prophesying but then we got this orphan thing going on and this orphan thing is like i'm alone I'm the only one. And it's like, that's not true. God's with you. But uh, like, not just God. Like if you really have a revelation that God is with you and that you're not alone and that he's happy with you, it's gonna actually cause you to, be, to kind of, to kind of um, meld into relation, relationships and kind of like connect into the body of Christ around you. You're not gonna be disconnected. I know our, our prophetic words, we, we, they have a distinction to them. In our ministries, we, we create distinction and we do feel unique and different. And sometimes as a prophet, we kind of feel like we're standing alone fighting for this one issue and everyone else is kind of on the other end of the spectrum. But it's not true. It's just not true. It can feel like it. But you've got to realize, even if you are bringing a perspective that's different than everyone else, it's everyone else has a 
something that they bring as well. So you got to begin to recognize, okay, I bring something unique, but so does someone else. I'm not the only one bringing the unique piece. God is with me, but he is with you. This, this is such a big thing, guys. This is, this is an identity though. I am with you. You need to own that, guys. Like Jeremiah, I am with you. You need to own it. God is with me. I am the one that God is with. It's like John the Beloved. I'm the one that he loves. You need to own that identity because that's going to be where you're going to feel that sense of protection. And, and, and don't be afraid. You know, Jeremiah, the, you know, the Lord's saying, don't be afraid. Well, what is the answer to that? I am with you. I am with you. And, and that's, that's where we have, to, we, have to, we have to learn to live. It's like, okay, I, I am, I mean, like even in my journey, the Lord is like, Keith, you're going to go through some persecution. When you learn joy in the process, I'll remove the accusation and increase the anointing. And it's like, all right, like, okay, so there was, there was a warning and I wouldn't give that word out to people. That's not a normal word that God speaks to me, but it was a word in a season. Well, what was the anecdote? The identity of joy. <laughs> I, will, I will increase the anointing when you learn joy. So the anecdote was to embrace God as the God of joy. And what, is it, what, what does scripture say? Like, count it all joy when you face trials of many kinds. Or when people, per, people persecute you, rejoice. So you see, guys, like there's this rejoicing. Like the anecdote was in the conversation around, about the persecution, about the accusation. It's like, hey, there's going to be some accusation, but you're going to learn joy. So like, don't focus on the persecution. Focus on what God forming in you and it's not an eternal identity you shouldn't like we, we should never identify with I'm the persecuted one I'm the rejected one I'm the accused one no like what was the whole point of the accusation in my life to learn that God's the God of joy and he's so happy with me and like uh, like like to get fixated on his affection for me not on the uh, uh, persecution uh, uh, you know, that people are going to have as we stepped into new things. Like, like focus on what God is doing in you. Focus on what he's doing through you. Focus on what he's forming in you. Focus on that you're accepted, beloved. That's where you get the joy. Oh man, he loves me, he loves me, he loves me. And then what happens? Persecution just begins to fall away. And then you know what happens? You're not going to be the persecuted one your whole life. You get this message of, man, things things like things get better around me people like me and then you begin to release that to the body of Christ come on body of Christ you need to begin to recognize you're loved you're valued you're received people want to be around you like do you see the difference guys it's 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 actually like when God says something to us even with a little bit of a hey you're going to go on a journey of growing in something like there's always a reward there's always something you become as a prophet and then you get to the other side of it don't create it as identity. Yeah, God told me I'd have a life of persecution. Yeah, God told me that I would be rejected. No, come on. I'm so tired of prophets saying that. Man, I'll be rejected. What? No, I'm like, that's, no, you're in the new covenant, which is all about Christ acceptance. So if you are rejected, you've got to use the acceptance of Christ to bat that down. No, no, no. I'm not reject. You can't reject me. You're, you're not, you can't be against me. If God's for me, who can be against me? You got to like war with it, guys. And you've got to step in. So many of us kind of, we, the, the, thing, the problem with us like uh, resonating with someone like Jeremiah as a prophet is that so many of us like resonate with rejection, resonate with weeping, resonate with characteristics that are not a part of the new covenant. The new covenant is about acceptance. It's about joy. And it doesn't mean you're not going to be rejected. It doesn't mean you're not going to weep. It just means I'm not owning that as my identity. My identity is not, my high bar is not Jeremiah. My high bar is Jesus Christ. He's the model. Paul's not the model. Jeremiah's not the model. Job's not the model. Jesus is the model. Guys, let's get that, let's get that straight. He's the model. 
He was the happiest person on the planet and he had plenty of persecution, guys, but he lived with the sense of acceptance and he focused on what the, the fact that God was pleased with him. The Father was pleased with him. He didn't focus on the fact that there was some pushback different places. He, it's, a, it's a matter of focus, guys. Okay, it's a matter of focus. Uh, see, uh, and, and, and look, let's just keep going on. Verses nine, Jeremiah chapter one, the Lord reaches out his hand and touches the mouth of Jeremiah and says, see, I have put my words in your mouth. I put my words in your mouth. Woo, I love that. God, when he touches us, he puts his words into us. When we have an encounter with God, when we're touched by God, when we have a connection, when we begin to, guys, you know, I love it. Whenever I have an encounter with God, what happens? It wants to pour out of me to others. Like Jeremiah, what, what, you, we know, you know, like Jeremiah, later, later on in, in the book of Jeremiah, it's like, there's a fire shut up in my bones. I'm trying to hold it in, but I can't contain it anymore. I've got to release it. I love that. Your word is like a fire to me. Your word is like a fire to me. What does that mean? I encountered God's word. I encountered the God of the word. He spoke to me. And as he spoke to me, I was so provoked. Uh, the fire of God, I, I had to release it. I had to share it with others. Like the, the fire of God was in me for others. Like that's, that's how you're a prophet, guys, because you encounter God. And then as you encounter God, you give it away. But we're always having to balance that. We're always having to balance our encounters with God on uh, with like, uh, how much should we just like hold that precious to me and how much do I give that away? Like the other day, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right now inviting people into something I'm doing online. And, and so I was having time with the Lord. I was just having this lovey-dovey time with the Lord on the piano. And it's like, you know what? I should, I should put a video. I should, I should turn on my video and I should go live and I should invite people into uh, into the thing that I'm doing online. And I was thinking to myself, I could do that. And there, there was no guilt. It wasn't like, oh man, I'm, I'm hurting God. Because I realized there's an importance actually in you know, doing some of those things. Invite, like the message needs to get out there. I need to invite people. I need to, like, I, I don't have a problem with that. But I thought, you know what? This moment, I need some refreshing. I just need some me time with God. I need this. And so I didn't, I didn't put it out there. Like you gotta know, when what he puts in your mouth is for others and when what he puts in your mouth is for you to nurture and, and, and chew on. It's like Mary, she pondered the word of the Lord in her heart. She treasured it. And I mean, th there was probably a time when, when it's time to release it, but then there's the time to hold it. It's like, don't cast your pearls before swine, like hold it, it's precious. Make sure when you release it, it's the right context. But this is so powerful, guys. What comes out of us is what was put into us. So like some of us are like, oh man, I got to come up with some awesome revelation. No, that's, that's how I've learned. Like, you know, where's the, where's the power in what we release? The power in what we release is, is not in some, some new thing. It's in the thing that becomes you. It's the thing that has went into you from God. The words, the, 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 the encounters you've had that have become you. And now it's just what you naturally share. I'm not, it's, it's that whole saying of, I, I, you know, I, I teach what I know, but I impart who I am. Guys, I no longer am just teaching what I know. I am always looking to make sure that when I teach something, it is who I am. I am imparting who I am, not just teaching concepts. I am imparting who I am. It, that's where, that's a, a teacher can teach, but a prophet has to be congruent to their message so it has to first be put in you, which means you have to take time to let it be put in you. You have to make sure you take time. And if you, 
you know, you got something put in you and then all of a sudden you're releasing it and all of a sudden it creates a platform for you. You got to make sure though, you don't just run off now that you got something to give because what happens? That tank, your tank, your, your, your personal well in God will get dry again. So you have to like pour out you, and then you, then you come back and, you hang, and then you hang out with God and then you get filled up. And then you pour out and you got to make sure to protect that. And we saw that, you know, some big ministries that like became super big because of their intimacy with God. And then they fell morally. They fell because what happened was the demand took them away from what brought them to that place. That took them away from the intimacy. That was their protection. That was what attracted them. That was why they had the power. And then they fell morally. And then it, their ministry is like, just like, it just, it just it never recovers. It has a hard time recovering. Now, I know God can restore and redeem, but sometimes it takes quite a while for that to happen. It takes years sometimes to kind of get back to that place that you had before. And, and so, guys, it's like, hey, just make sure to protect that intimacy with him as a prophet as you're moving forward. And, and, I, and, I, and I love it. In, in verses 10 of Jeremiah 1, see, today I appointed you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow. So he, he, gets, this, he, he gets this calling from the Lord at 17. God gives him so many layers. Hey, don't be afraid. I'm with you. I will rescue you. I'm putting my words in your mouth. And then he gives him his assignment. Today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy. This is his prophetic calling. What's his prophetic calling? It's over nations and kingdoms. So he's not just a prophet to Israel. He's not just a prophet to one nation. He's a prophet to nations. That's super important. Some of us are called to a nation. Some of us are called to a nation. Some of us are called to a person. Some of us are called to an industry. Some of us are called to a message. Some of us are called to uh, uh, you know, an age demographic. Some of us are called to, to deal with to, an injustice. There's so many different things in our in our in our prophetic assignment that God has called us to, but we need to get clear on that He has called us, and and I want you to and, and, and really focus on that. Like if you say, "Oh, I'm I'm a prophet, Keith. I'm listening to you because I'm a prophet." Like let me ask you this: What kind of a prophet are you? Where is your assignment? Who are you assigned to? Because that's the distinction. If some of us we just want to be called the prophet, like we're missing it. That's 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 like a, 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 a we're getting our identity from. From profit when we should be getting our identity from sonship. You need to get your identity from the fact that God's happy with you. He loves you. He's pleased with you. Not from the fact that you're a prophet. Prophet is an assignment only. It is a powerful assignment, but it, I mean, you are a prophet. Yes, it's who you are in your DNA, but it's not the deepest part of who you are. If that's like your identity, you're always going to have to feel the pressure to prophesy. Your deepest identity should be son, loved one, family of God like fam, father, friend, like, like a relational, you, that needs to be your deepest sense of identity. But once you have that settled, then you need to really focus on your metron, which is uh, uh, what you're, who you're called to. And I want you to notice one other thing here. Uh, Jeremiah was appointed over nations and kingdom to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow. But notice in the new covenant, Paul says, hey, I didn't have a ministry to tear down, but to build up. And for so often, so many of us guys, we take a Jeremiah and we say, that's my ministry. God's called me. I mean, I, I have to, I jokingly say, man, that would be like my sweet spot to just tell people like it is. Tell people off. Just, you know, just tell people where they're wrong. No, no, that's not new covenant. I can't live there. No, my new covenant assignment, <laughs> kind of in a sad way, I can't live there. No, it's like, no, my new covenant assignment is to reconcile, bring people back in, not tell people 
off to, to restore people to, to the Father. The lost, the wicked, the, the church, everybody like restore. That's my goal, ministry of reconciliation. Like my ministry is not to tear down. Like some of you feel like my ministry, I just have a ministry to tear down. Guys, that's old covenant. Jeremiah is a picture of an old covenant prophet. You can tear down, but it should be like one little piece of your main ministry. Like why do you tear down? If like, why do you tear a building down? Because you want to build a new one. Like, okay, so if we're going to tear down something, it better be because we have a new one in mind. And it's just like, okay, let's just, let's just like, hey, this land is really good, but that building's really old. Okay, let's tear down this old building and then let's rebuild new foundations and build this beautiful new building. Just like a, a house, you build a house. You, the only reason to tear it down because it's old, it's falling apart, it's got rot, it's got this, it's got that. Okay, tear it down and build something beautiful and new. Like that'd be the only reason to do it. Like the, it, it's the rebuilding, not the tearing down. So if you're like, my ministry is to tear down, you're, your ministry, you're, you're missing the, the, the new covenant mandate of building up. Paul, building up. Like that's one of the, uh, you know, words for exhort and, and comfort, like prophecy. The, like the, the, the gift of prophecy is to exhort, to build up. Like you're, you're, you're meant to build people up, to encourage them, to build them towards destiny, to give them, to give them uh, you know, a sense of, of purpose. And so, guys, this is, this is, uh, <clears throat> this is a super important thing. And, and I want to land the, the plane on this. Man, we've got so much out of Jeremiah, I might just have to do one more session on Jeremiah because there's just so much potency in this and just so, so many good things to talk about here. But guys, I want you to do a little assessment on yourself. Do you love to tear down or are you a lover? Do you love to build up? Now, there, there is time for correction. There's a time for everything. But do you do it in the context of building up? Like I'm building, 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 building. And okay, now I need to correct. Now I need to direct. Now I need to, now I need to kind of like take something out of someone's life. Like Tear it out because there's good. But it's like we can do it in kindness, not in like not in a mean way. But it's like, okay, let's pull those roots out. Let's pull those weeds out. Let's speak into the issues where they need growth. But why are we doing that? To get them to destiny, to get them to their destiny. So like do a little assessment. Like what what are you a Jeremiah type of prophet? Do you does this resonate with you? Does what uh, do, do you need to really embrace an identity of of you know that God is with you, that He's for you, that that you know there, that there is there's there, He's put His word in your mouth and He's given you a, a, a destiny. Like, do you need to really embrace the part, part that He's for you instead of the part that He's like uh, like like against you, Lord? Like like the world's against you. Like, do you need a little bit of a shift there? So take some time and just like pray into. Like, God, you're, you're, I'm the one you love. I'm the one that you're for. I'm the one that you're with. And you have an amazing destiny for me. And you have a plan for me to, to just do some incredible things for your kingdom. And then I want you to actually um, talk, talk about what it is that, um, that you, know, you believe God has called you to do. Like, do you have a prophetic assignment? What is it? If not, this is what your assignment is to get clear on that. You got to get clear on your prophetic assignment. You, you're not going to be, you're gonna, not going to be a step into a greater um, role as a prophet until you have a very clear sense of your assignment and then you have to start moving towards it. So guys, I hope this is a benefit to you, this podcast. If it is, please let me know. I'd love you to let me know. Come, come in one of our groups and send us a message saying, hey, listen to your podcast. It's really helping me. It's really helping me move forward as a prophet. It's helping me recognize where I need to grow or where, where I am strong. And I hope this is a blessing to you. If it's a blessing, share it with others. Man, I love you guys. Have an absolutely amazing day and we'll see you soon. Peace. 
If you've enjoyed this Emerging Profit podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprofits.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.